hello everyone welcome today amanda grace here with you we have two amazing gentlemen with us i'll get to that in a moment that are going to come on i think you guys are going to find this fascinating powerful and it's going to be very effective to help you uh in your walk of faith as we on earth go through the things that we endure and we run the race that is set before us. So hello to everybody jumping on in the United States and around the world. Uh, we love seeing people not only in the U.S., there are so many of you in the U.S. that watch, but we see people from New Zealand, South Africa. We have seen many people from South America jump on. So welcome to everyone. Thank you for joining us and our moderators and Ark of Grace team. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. We're going to open up in prayer and turn this over to the Lord. Uh, I find things work best that way. You put the Lord first. You let him go out before you and he moves in a mighty way. So we'll just give the Lord some reverence here. And then I'm going to introduce you these two amazing gentlemen that are with us. So Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lord, we come before you. We praise you that you are almighty God. You are high and lifted up for above every power, principality and might. Father, we give you all the glory, honor and praise that is due your precious name. Father, we ask you to forgive us of our sins, Lord. Cleanse us of all unrighteousness, Father. We praise you, Lord, that your mercies are new every single day. We humble ourselves before you, Lord, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives, so you, your will, and your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, to the earth, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins. He willingly died at Calvary and purchased us by the shedding of his own blood. Lord, we praise you, Father God, that we were redeemed, we were purchased, that Jesus Christ made an open show and spectacle of the enemy before all of creation that day. And Lord, we praise you, we rose again in three days, and after appearing to many, ascended back into heaven, took his rightful victorious place at the right hand of the Father, where he rules and reigns forevermore. He is our advocate before your throne, and we honor that sacrifice before you this day. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we invite your presence, the presence of Ruach Elohim, the spirit of the living God, and the presence of the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, Lord, to move, Father, that your power and your presence would go forth and mightily move, Father God, that your glory, Lord, would fall, that people would feel your tangible presence, Lord, that they would be ministered to, Father, that you would lead and guide us today in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of almighty God with authority now come forth, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, allow us the humble privilege of being vessels of your power, Father. And Lord, take all the glory for yourself. You are the potter. We are most certainly just the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith. We are the dust of the earth without your breath in us, without your spirit in us, Father God. We don't have life, Lord. We acknowledge that before you this day. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. It says in your word, Lord, let your name be glorified above all in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Okay, amen. Praise the Lord. Now. Now we're ready. Now we're ready. Now we've given it over to the Lord and we're ready. So I have 
Vidar Lagardia from Safari Fishing, uh, Safari Missions, and Pastor William with him, who he has been working with for a very long time. And everywhere this pastor goes, which doctors seem to scatter, get saved, or lose their business. So this is a wonderful thing, and we're going to bring them on, and we're going to talk all about it because this is deliverance. And so, pastors like this that go into these areas and deal with deliverance. They have a lot of wisdom. They have a lot of experience and it's going to help you in your walk with what you're struggling with. So let's bring on Vidar and Pastor William. Hello, gentlemen. Great to be with you. It's good to see you. What time is it yes, there? Hello. Hello. We are almost at 9 p.m. It's 8.52 p.m. in uh, Mombasa, Kenya. Wow. Ken you know, Kenya, that, that, Kenya has a place, I believe it's Kenya, called Giraffe Manor. Am I right about this? It's like a place where giraffes free roam and people can go stay. That is in Nairobi, Kenya. You're correct. Mm, that Yep, that's some place I want to see one day because many of you know I have an animal sanctuary. So the Lord just keeps sending me animals. We actually have a tortoise, an African tortoise coming in tomorrow. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So, yep, a 10-year-old African tortoise. So, gentlemen, let, let's talk about what you do. Now, we, we know Vidar's been on before, but he has Pastor William with him. And welcome, Pastor William, to you. Thank you very much, Amanda. Appreciate it. So let, let's talk about, because Vidar and Pastor William were talking to me a bit about this before we went on. So let's talk about these villages and and what the two of you go in and do and what Pastor William does. Yeah, so um, in Kanamai, where you uh, currently reside. Yes. 45 witch doctors. Yes. And how many are left? Zero. <laughs> what happened? How did that happen? You know, when we came in the village, they were like, the, they dominated the village. Mm. And they were practicing witchcraft. And uh, no business could thrive in there because of these practices, except for the people who went for them. They went for them for the witches, and then uh, they had covenants with them. Those were the people who had businesses that were thriving. Other people could not do business to thrive there. And, mm. and churches that were there, they were not doing as good. So we came in here, and, and this is the place where God put us. We started preaching the gospel, and then we find out that uh, there was this dominating power of witchcraft. And you could see it all over. You could see it all over because you could see the signs. You could see also the, the product, like what they are doing, because mm -hmm. they are instilling this in the people. And, and you could see that uh, the, the place was so oppressed. And therefore, when we found that, you know what, we, it's darkness. You just switch on the light. So we put Jesus, we lifted Jesus up high, started preaching about Jesus and the authority that we have. We measured on believers' authority, preaching mm -hmm. and teaching our people on believers' authority, the authority that has been given unto us. Yes, there is witchcraft. Yes, there is uh, the powers of darkness and demonic forces. Yes, there are those people who practice those things. But yet, 
the Lord Jesus Christ was manifested to destroy the works of the enemy. And he is in us. He is in us. And therefore, we, we measured on helping the people not to be afraid because witchcraft, mm -hmm. the first thing they portray is fear. And then they practice their enchantments and so forth. So we build the faith of the people in the name of the Lord and what Jesus did on Calvary, the finished work of redemption, and the name that he obtained for us, the name that is above every other name. Mm -hmm. And then we started praying these things and we started believing God and, and exercising our authority and binding and commanding these things that the work cannot continue in our place in Kanamai, that Jesus is Lord and he is exalted. So, you know, when, when, when we really got into this and our people got the message and we started praying correctly, and even sometimes going out there and preaching the gospel in the open place, sometimes we, on purpose, just did it right outside the houses where they did practice their, the witchcraft and they could not stand it. They ran away. They literally ran away. Therefore, one day we were praying in the morning, early morning, they sent one of their, uh, their leaders and they told him, go and tell Pastor William to stop the prayers they are praying because they are destroying our works. We cannot, mm -hmm. our business is falling down. We cannot continue. We have no peace. So they, they came physically now to confront us. But we said we cannot stop praying. We cannot stop doing what we know. We'll continue teaching the people the truth. So they were so angry. But you know, finally, they had to flee. They had to flee. They, they left the city one by one. Mm -hmm. There was left one who was their chief, the leader. He fell sick almost to die. Mm. And then when he was almost dying, then uh, they told him, the neighbor said, why don't you call Pastor William to pray for you? You will leave. The Jesus they preach is more powerful than your witchcraft. Mm -hmm. So he sent for us. And I came in with a team from the church and we prayed for him. We led him to Christ. Praise God. And, uh, yeah, we led him to Christ and we prayed for him and he was delivered. He was set free. And he gave us all his charms to burn. And we started a home sale in his, in his, in his house. So he has been a member of our church since then and he was the last one. The others had to run away from the city. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they you know, it's funny because you say this because I'm not going to say where it is around here. But on our way to church, when we go, we pass a house on a corner and it has had the word psychic up on it for years. Um, mm -hmm. Psychic and tarot cards and everything that is you shouldn't go near. And every time I turn that corner, I pray every time and i say lord in the name of jesus christ they're either getting delivered and renouncing this or they're leaving this area one or the other is happening in jesus name and every time i hit that corner at that light i pray that i pray it yeah mm -hmm. that's how you get rid of these powers you mm -hmm. know i used to live i i used to live close to one of the witch uh, witch doctors he was a witch and he was just living right uh, mean close to my house. Whenever I walk, I walk out going to the church, I would come stand at this door and say, hello, because in, in Kenya, we, we are so uh, social people. You, you greet your neighbor. Whenever yeah. I go there to greet him, he would say, okay, uh, tell the pastor I, I, I am hearing his greetings, but I cannot come out. 
because I mm. cannot see his face. I can't look at him. And you know what? That was his house. He owned it. He wow. had to leave the house. He had to leave the house and go 100 kilometers away to live there. And he has to rent his house, house out to somebody else. And the son asked, what was the that we had to leave? You have to live here. He said, because of that pastor. He has something that I don't have. And because since he started living close to me, I have no business. And my powers are not working. So the, the spirits told him to leave that place. Otherwise, oh. he's going to be <laughs> The spirits, because they're trembling too now and afraid, and they don't want any part of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I mean, I think what's, what's very interesting here is that in this particular village, Pastor Manny is not the first pastor. To go There's in there. There's been yeah. many other pastors in this village ahead of him. But it has to do with knowing the authority that we have and, and walking in the reality of the fact that the same power that raised Christ from the dead is the same power that's at work within me. And you have to walk in the reality that uh, greater is he who is in me than he that is in the world. And I know in my own personal life, I've made it, uh, it's, it's quite a daily practice of meditating, thinking, pondering upon the fact that he who dwells in me, you know, we used to sing in Sunday school, uh, this little light of mine. I can't sing that song any longer because I've, I've meditated so much on the scriptures that I know it's not a little light that's in me. Christ is in me. Amen. It's the, the power that raised Christ in the dead dwells within us. Yeah. Dwells in uh -huh. me. So that's yeah. not a little light. That is the great yes. light of all the earth that's in me. Oh. Mm -hmm. And so you, you have to have the correct biblical thinking about some of these things. Now, remember, uh, one of my early experiences with this, um, I was in a very remote village. Uh, we were together, actually. I was told you're the first foreigner to ever sleep in this place. Uh, I was preaching a crusade there, uh, open air crusades, small crusades, a small village. So, you know, not tons of people, but for this village, it was yeah. a lot of people. And I was told there are four witch doctors here. And I thought, well... Let's see if they're up to a challenge. <laughs> and, and, and just that thinking, you know, fear tries to come when you start approaching these things, especially if you're not comfortable with this yet. Mm -hmm. I boldly stood on that platform and I challenged every single witch doctor to come to the crusade the next evening. Mm. And just a public challenge that the whole village could hear. And just let everybody know the name of Jesus is stronger than whatever name they have. So I challenge them to come. Let's see who's got the stronger name. The name of Jesus is stronger. That's what I let everybody know at the, at the crusade. Well, and, and there was a lot of almost oppression or opposition uh, before you step out boldly to even say what I just said. And, and that's how these things tend to work. There, there tends to be a lot of fear that tries to come in. Mm -hmm. Well, the following day, we had we had teams that went evangelizing, went door to door. And so they went knocking all these doors in the in the village here. Mm -hmm. And they came to those four witch doctors one by one. Every single one of them had boarded up their houses and they had left town. Wow. And, and this is in, in working with these uh, witchcraft infested areas. 
witch doctors, they tend to know that if a Christian is afraid, you can use your powers on them. Yes. But when you find a Christian who's not afraid, sometimes what they'll even do in, in where Pastor William has grown up, uh, chicken sacrifices is real common. So one, one thing they'll often do is. Same way in Santeria. It's the same thing with Santeria, you know, in South America, it's the same thing. That's what they do. Yeah. So mm -hmm. these things tend to be very similar um, around the world. Mm -hmm. But they will try to put a, a chicken head at a Christian person's door. No witchcraft in the chicken head. It's just a chicken head. And they want to observe to see what is the Christian going. Because in this area, everybody knows a chicken head at your door. This is witchcraft. And then the witch doctor will just observe to see what you do with it. And if he notices you're not afraid of it, then this witch doctor will become afraid of you because they are afraid of Christians who mm -hmm. know their rights and know the resurrection power of God is in us. But if the Christian does not know, then this witch doctor will know that yeah. you can walk around like a roaring lion seeking whom you may devour. And there is the key, you may devour, and you may devour the one who is afraid. But the one who has no fear, mm -hmm. I'll stand on chairs in church auditorium and tell people I'm not afraid of witchcraft, I'm not afraid of the witch doctrine, I'm not afraid of the devil himself because mm -hmm. he's under my feet. Amen. And, you know, people have to believe, people have to know it. There's a difference between hearing of it and then knowing it in your soul and vidar knows i own an animal sanctuary we rescue animals right as part of what we what we do and if that happened to me and you left a chicken head that would tick this italian off to no end and it would just make me more fervent <laughs> to see them gone that would upset that would just add fuel to the fire for me to want to see you know them gone but it's interesting you say that that the way they get in the way they have to get in, it seems, is through fear. They have to create fear to unlock the door to get in to attack that person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very true. There is a time that uh, I, the Lord spoke me to take a crusade, to go and do a crusade for, to my, mm -hmm. close to my village. Uh, this witch doctor was uh, ministering or serving people even from internationals i mean uh, and, and politicians in kenya and now the lord sends me to go and preach in that village where he is therefore when when they, they saw the posters that i had put in that place and, and i'm about to come to the crusade there he sent somebody specifically to make sure they come to me and, and they also talked to my mom and they told me that the witch doctor categorically said that you don't go to his city. He is the one in charge. Mm. And if you like, if you love your life, don't go there because you will not come back. That means I will be dead. Yes. So he also goes to my mama and he told my mom, if you love your son, don't allow him to come and bring crusade in my area. I am in charge. Otherwise, you lose your son. So the people try to convince me not to go there for a crusade. But I say the Lord has sent me there 
go and tell the witch doctor I will be arriving there at 3 p.m. So you get ready for me. <laughs> I will come <laughs> and we will see who is in charge. Is it the Lord Jesus or is it him? Because I know Jesus is in charge. He has a name that is above every other name. Amen. Yes. And we know that uh, he has given us power over demon spirits, over demonic powers. And he said we would trample upon scorpions and serpents and nothing by no means will be able to harm us. Mm -hmm. Greater is he who is inside of us. So my mama came and told me, son, do, do you think you really have to go to this place? I said, yeah. mama, I have to go because the Lord also mean, sent me there. Mm -hmm. So I told my team, let's go. So we drop there with a truck full of uh, equipment and we get there by three and we find this man. He has put ashes across the road where we are coming uh, to uh, through that town and he slaughtered two chicken one on the other side the other one on this side and he has put some horns of, of, of cows full of stuff and hanged them around there and the people of the village were they were just packed that place waiting to see what is going to happen to me and the mm. team that we are coming so we came singing in the name of the Lord and we come there and I see him seated at there, and he has stuff, he has things on his face, marks and so forth, and holding a horn, and he's trying to, to chant and say things there. So I told the driver, stop. And then mm -hmm. I came down. I told the witch, witch doctor, we are here to preach Jesus, and we bring good news. And today, we are going to preach Jesus to the city, and God is going to help his people, and he's going to save and heal. So he did not talk to me. He shook, shook his head and entered his, his shrine and he started chanting. So I told the people, let's go to the ground. We went to the ground, put our, um, I mean, our sound system. But when they start, they wanted to start the generator now to start the music and we start the crusade. Uh -huh. The generator could not stop the start. So they said, okay, we, we told you, we told you. I said, what? The generator is not working, so it's the witch, witch doctor. I said, okay, okay, give me space. I pointed the generator. I said, in the name of Jesus, Satan, I command you, take your hands out of the generator. We are here for business, and we are here for kingdom business. I told them, start the generator. Boom, it started. Praise so God. The crusade. He sent his son, who was to inherit the witch uh, from him, to come and attend the crusade and observe what is happening so that he can be giving him reports. We started preaching the gospel and Jesus healed people. Jesus saved people. Jesus delivered people even though are possessed with demons. Mm -hmm. And you know, when I, we made an altar call for salvation, his son came forth to receive Jesus, his, his partner, and Savior. By the time we finished praying that prayer, this man, he flew, he ran away from that place. And he was away for a whole week. And he said, I cannot stand the power that young boy has. But it's all about Jesus. He said, I'll come back when they finish their crusade. You see, this was a message to the whole town that Jesus is Lord. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we have the authority in his name. We are redeemed from all the powers of darkness. And we are here 
to demonstrate that power. Because that way, people will believe that Jesus saves, he delivered, Amen. and he is able to keep. Thank you. And he does. And, uh, you know, I've seen it at work in my own life, which I'll, I'll talk mm. about in a minute. But this is very reminiscent to me of when Elijah said, okay, prophets of Baal, you show up and I'm going to sure. show up and we'll see who's God by the end of this, who is almighty God, you know, and that's why he yelled at the people. Why do you falter between two opinions? Why do you keep going back and forth? Choose, choose a side, choose this day. If Baal is, then follow him. But if God is God from this day Praise forward, you God. follow him and Praise you forsake God. all of that. And so that's mm -hmm. what this is reminiscent of for me. But, my my husband Chris, who Vidar has met multiple times, um, had in January 2019, he had an enormous brain rupture that is deemed completely insurvivable. Completely mm. insurvivable. They said zero chance of survival when I got to the hospital and he was on a ventilator. Zero chance. The Dr. Shannon said, who was a wonderful surgeon at the time, had said, I'm going to try but Amanda, people don't survive this. So I'm going to go in and do what I'm supposed to do anyway, but people don't survive this and he's not going to survive. And the Lord had been giving me instruction on the way to the hospital because he wanted me to focus on him and not what, what was happening in front of me. Uh, and so some of the instruction the Lord had given me in the middle of that, because when you walk in and see your husband twitching on a ventilator, your emotions want to take over and they can't. They can't because they will derail what the Lord wants to do. Mm -hmm. So the Lord had said to me, don't look at what you see. Don't look at what you see. Look at what Praise I'm doing. God. Don't look mm -hmm. at what you see. So I didn't. Yes. And I, I anointed him and you're going to laugh. I kicked everybody out of the room that didn't want to come into agreement with me. I didn't want the extra warfare. I said, if you don't yeah. want to come into agreement with this, I need you out of this room sure. right now. And so I kicked them out and we stayed, those who stayed, we prayed we prayed. Now, now I did apply the blood of Jesus. I rebuked the enemy. I rebuked every attack, you know, assignment, um, you know, and, 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 and cast it out of that situation. But at the end, I, it's to two things. Interesting. I did ask the Lord that he would send his holy angels of all offices, rankings, and divisions to surround Chris and Dr. Shannon and to protect mm -hmm. what the Lord was going to do. Yes. Um, which my sister-in-law for the first time in her life had a vision of, and she saw the angels while she was in the waiting room around Chris. Like the Lord showed her the vision of the angels around Chris and around Dr. Shannon. First time she ever had an open vision in her life was, was during that. And she was so distraught, Carol, in the middle of all of it. So the Lord had shown her that. But at the end of the prayer, I said, Lord, I'm holding you to your word. Because God is bound by his word. I'm holding sure. you to your word that Chris is going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. And that's how I ended it before he went into the surgery. And then I left it in the Lord's hands because it was going to be God who decided if Chris was going to, at that point, mm -hmm. survive or not. And two and a half hours later, Dr. Shannon comes out looking like a deer in headlights and said to me, he survived <laughs> and like completely just blown away. Like, you know, he's never seen anything like that before, Dr. Shannon, where not only Chris survived, but my husband is up walking around and, you know, can like dress himself and do all of those things himself when normally they, they have no function. If they do on the very off chance survive, they normally are in a wheelchair and don't have function. 
And Chris is walking around doing projects. You know, he's, you know, he can dress himself. He can do all of those things that has just amazed them how far he has come since that happened. So I've, I've seen this at work in my own life. Does it mean the devil won't still try? Well, he may make an attempt, but we have the authority through Christ Jesus over that. I'm very quick to rebuke an attack when it comes. And I think the people out there need to know that you have to have a knee jerk reaction Mm-hmm. to rebuke it. You can't toy around with it and let it fester. It's it's very often easier to deal with it at the first encounter or even the first thought. Yes. Then if you mm-hmm. play around with it or halfway allow yeah. it for a season and then try to deal with it, you can still deal with it, but it, it tends to take a little bit more to deal with yeah. it at that point. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, very, um, very interesting. These these things, they work the same, whether we're in Kenya or in New York or mm-hmm. Oklahoma or Europe, for that matter. It's uh, it's the same spirit that's behind these things. But uh, I believe it is important for the church to be aware of, uh, of what's happening. Um, mm-hmm. I have said personally for years now that there is more witchcraft in the United States than there is in Africa. I 100% agree with you. It is everywhere. And technology allows it also to be carried further. You know, if you think about it from a village, you know, where it might be a little more remote to technology that carries it over the airways. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've had a lot of Harry Potter books, you know, maybe a mild form of it, but it seems to have opened the doors for uh a lot of people uh, i remember last time i walked into barnes and noble is now years ago and and i was shocked by not just by playing around books but i saw real witchcraft in the store i haven't been back since this is this no. is years ago i won't go in um, there <laughs> no you, you you see it all over the place uh but it's important that believers are aware of these things because you you can't deal with the problem that you don't understand the problem is even there. And um, some of us, youth pastors, pastors, other believers, we've got churches full of kids that are seeing this stuff on a consistent and regular basis. Mm-hmm. And as parents, as adults, as, as ministers of the gospel, uh, we need to take responsibility upon ourselves to deal with this stuff. Um, First of all, in our own church kids, uh, at the schools, you know, we can deal with this kind of stuff in public schools. We do have authority over these things. We do. We can deal with these things at the city councils that we have. Um, And you can deal with this kind of stuff on a larger scale. Um, I don't know if we have pictures of uh, Marina Abramovich. Uh, It's just one example of a witch doctor around the world. She claims she is and not. And she goes but... around the world. Vidar is right. She goes around the world. Yep. And she went to the president of Ukraine consulting with a witch. This is what Saul did before his downfall. Hmm. This is what he did. Yeah. Th- this this stuff is, is everywhere. And, um, you know, we, we, we do have dual kingdoms. You see that in the book of Daniel um, with you know, there's a spiritual kingdom behind a natural kingdom. But the power that we have through the Lord Jesus Christ, he he sends us on assignments to go into places. 
And it's important that we have built ourselves up to have the boldness to, to go into that. I remember the first time I went into the DRC, into the Congo. Uh-huh. Right now we have, we have 15 pastors from the war zone in the Congo. By the way, the fight in the Congo is bigger than the fight in Ukraine. Yeah. The mining industry in the Congo is worth $100 trillion. They can wipe out the U.S. national debts three times over in one day uh, from the resources that are in the Congo. But I remember the first time I went into the Congo and, and the oppression and the spiritual resistance that there was to try to prevent us from even crossing the border. And uh, that was a battle of the mind that I had to deal with for two months. And, and I'm not talking about the resistance that you feel when you're trying to start a business or something like this. This was much bigger spiritual powers that we were dealing with. Uh, but I've also noticed over the years that uh, the first time we go into an area or a new sphere of ministry, very often there will be strong spiritual opposition. Fear will try to come. Uh, sickness may try to come on some other family members. There's all kinds of opposition that can try to come. But if, if as we said before the show today, if we will just stand our ground, refuse to back down and just boldly go in with the name and the power of the name of Jesus and the power of the blood, then uh, these things may try. They may try to hinder for a season, but but they can't stand against the blood and yeah. they cannot stand against the name of Jesus. Amen. No, they can't. And, you know, it's interesting you said that because because when I when I spoke at Faith Assembly, right, Pastor Sam asked me to speak on New York State because New York State is under some heavy oppression right now. You could feel it in the atmosphere like I can feel it all the time yep. in the atmosphere. Like sometimes I'll go to other states and I'll go, wow, <laughs> the atmosphere is so much lighter here. And then I right. come back to New York and the second I enter New York airspace, it comes down like bricks. And so I yep. feel it. So what Pastor Sam had asked me to do is, Amanda, I really want you to pray because we have a battle for New York spiritually. And I want you to speak on this, right? And how we got here. And how we got here, you have to go back to the Revolutionary War and you have to work your way back up to show people spiritually how at key points, you know, and key years and key times that the enemy laid the groundwork and did what he did. And so I noticed in the days leading up to this that there was just the, the enemy tries to get on your last nerve. He does. He tries to, leading up to things like this, he tries to get on your last nerve and he tries to to, you know, you feel the opposition, you see things happen, all of a sudden things go wrong or, you know, this one doesn't feel good and, and this is happening and it all, and, and the way I, I deal with it, right, is yes, we have the authority through Christ Jesus. And I say, well, I'm going to keep moving forward because this isn't going to stop me from delivering what I'm supposed to deliver for the Lord. I knew what I was supposed to deliver. And so basically that's where my focus goes into moving forward. Even if I have to crawl, I'm still moving forward. I'm not letting the enemy stop it. Praise God. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, I really believe that um, we do have the authority. We do have the power to stop these things. Um, mm -hmm. I think sometimes we see this um, Christian picketing kind of, um, 
and it you know there may be places to to say something but you know our fight is not predominantly against flesh and blood no it's when not you start talking about spiritual warfare you 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 can't pick it away demons it's going to take somebody understanding spiritual authority and dealing with it first of all from the spiritual standpoint and i think that's that's one area that sometimes we miss it um mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we do need to get into school boards, get our church members into school boards. But you want church members that know how to be wise about things. And um, there are situations where you need to be doing some things under your breath sometimes. Oh, I agree with that. I do that. I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember, I remember sitting uh, at the border office the first time I'm going into the Congo. All this oppression. Uh, the authorities did not want us in. We had prayed. I knew in my heart, I, I'm on an assignment to go. It took us hours to even see the uh, immigration officer at this particular border crossing. It's a very remote border crossing. And he comes in and comes in with a very, very stern look. He doesn't even want to look us in the face. Uh, the spirit of chaos was in that office for the hours that we were there. But I was sitting at the waiting place there with a strong peace in my heart. And I think this is a principle that's important when you, if you were to go into a school board meeting where there are other members there that, don't understand what we understand or may even have gotten into witchcraft yeah it's important to go in knowing being very consciously aware of the power that we have in christ because you can control situations that way and as i go in and and we meet with this uh officer he very sternly told us no you can't go in but I've got a peace in my heart and I've got a joy in my heart. And I had to check my heart to know what do I say? Remember, Jesus said, do not be concerned about what words to say. Jesus talks about this. And as I'm checking my heart, I make sure we respond with the love of Christ and with the joy of Christ. And I just have a smile on my face. And in my heart, I didn't hear. I didn't know what words to say, so I didn't say anything. Because I knew if you if you speak from out of your head in this situation, you can mess up the whole thing. I knew I had to speak from my heart. And as I'm sitting there responding with, with the joy of God, I don't think he could figure out how to figure me out, so to speak. He, he's looking at me. He's waiting for a reaction. And yeah. he just gets a smile from me. And he goes, all right, we'll let you go. And they let us in. Mm. Just a small little example of how to sp handle spiritual warfare. Now, there are other places, you know, you, you know very well there is a demon. You need to use the name of Jesus to just cast this, cast this demon out. But sometimes it takes wisdom to knowing how to handle these situations. But um, we can turn school boards around. And that's one example. City councils, and you can go on down the list of, of all these mm. places and institutions that the church has an assignment to turn these things around, but it we won't do. happen by hoping and wishing. It, it'll happen by somebody taking action, getting onto these places and doing what they're supposed to do. You know, the church is supposed to be the conscience of the state. 
That's what we're supposed to be. That's what we're meant to be. And we're meant to bear that standard for the Lord. And something interesting happened after I had preached a faith assembly. A New York assembly woman was in the audience listening. Nice. And so praise God for that. And she's a believer. But she came up to me afterwards and she said, I have to tell you what's going on in the Capitol in Albany. They're burning sage in their offices. They're, they're summoning things they shouldn't be summoning. And this is actively going on uh, up in the Capitol of New York and Albany. Um, so it, I, I found it interesting that she came up afterwards and started to talk about these things that are actually going on, you know, behind closed doors in yes. the capital of New York. Now we all suspected it and, and kind of knew it, but do you got somebody that's an eyewitness to it coming up to you and telling you, you know, these things are going on and the amount of warfare she goes through being an assembly woman. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Mm -hmm. How would you speak to that? How do you deal with that? Yeah, how do you when, deal with that? Witchcraft, witchcraft happening in Parliament. When that is? Witchcraft in Parliament. Yeah, when you have, uh, we call it witchcraft in high authority. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're dominating there. You know what? You use the authority that you have and you speak to the dominating spirit in those high places. And, and and you God will always win. I mean, he will give you the victory. We had the same resistance in a city that we are entering. And uh, we use the name of Jesus against the authority and the dominant spirits in that area, bound it in the name of Jesus. And we declared that we're coming in the name of the Lord Jesus. And, and, and you know what? God gave us victory. There was so much resisting us coming in. But you know what? God turned around the heart of one of them. He impressed us. Amen. And he actually helped us to do yes. great meetings. So the name of Jesus does not know limits. Doesn't know any distance. Yeah? You remember the man uh, in, in Matthew chapter 8 and verse 5. He told Jesus, you don't have to come to my house. Speak the word. Speak the word. So we can speak to those people demons that are manipulating in high authorities and we can bind them and we can exercise our authority and we believe it's done and it shall be so it shall be amen. so amen yeah amen and you know sometimes i feel like daniel in babylon going lord when are you gonna when are you gonna let me leave <laughs> In New York, like sometimes I feel that way. And I'm going, yeah. Lord. And the Lord is like, no, you have to stay, which I'm, I mean, I'm born and raised here, so that's okay. But the Lord has me planted in New York for specific reasons right now, you know. And I believe the Lord does all over the world, like the two of you. He strategically plants people yeah. in places yes. that are, that mm -hmm. are, 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 that there's a battle for, that there's an intense mm -hmm. battle for. And He raises up people and puts them there. Uh, in, in order to fight that battle for that territory. And so do I believe New York is going to be turned over? I do. The people are getting very restless and the Lord's letting them get good and uncomfortable with all their choices, which the Lord does. He'll let you get good and uncomfortable with your choices until you're ready to do it the way he wants it done. 
And so that's what we see happening over here in New York right now is the people are getting very restless, including in the boroughs, the Bronx, Queens, Brooklyn. They're all getting restless right now with with what's going on and they don't like it. And so I yeah. think New York is is getting ready to turn. I do. I I, I think we're, we're reaching a precipice with that. Praise God. Uh, and so basically this, it, it, if New York turns, it'll be incredible. Cause I call New York the carotid artery to Washington, DC. That's what it is. It's the carotid artery. It feeds it a lot of what it, you know, what it gets. So, yep. you know, it's, uh, you yeah, know, you fight and, a good and, fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a good fight and it's a good fight because the Lord is on our side mm -hmm. and he's in us. What I, I really believe in in regions like those, and as much as we exercise authority ourselves, it's it's very, very important that the people that are like in New York and the people that are living in these areas, they need to get to know the truth. They need to, they need to, because they need to understand that witchcraft is there and witchcraft yeah. is being practiced. And they need to understand that uh, witchcraft is not the final authority. They need to understand we believers have the final authority. They need to they need to understand that uh, we believers are here to represent God, and we are in charge. And that when we exercise our authority in our areas, in our territories. In where God has placed us, then it shall be so. What I'm saying is, Amanda, people need to be taught the truth. People need to know the truth. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Freedom is about knowledge. When people don't know the truth in any city, in any region, then they, they will be in bondage for lack of knowledge. I mean, how do you put off darkness? You just need to switch on the light. And the light is the truth of the gospel. So I feel like in New York and any other place where there was oppression like this, people need to be taught the truth. Truth about witchcraft and yeah. truth about the power that we have in Christ Jesus. Because some of them are ignorant and some of them does not believe it is there. So when you no, don't believe don't. it is even yeah. there, then you are you that's ignorant and it's going to be in trouble because then you have problems where you do not know the source and you don't know what to do about uh, that problem. But when people know there is witchcraft and when they they know that it's being practiced and they know they are what they required to do and they should not panic, we have the answers. We have the answers and uh, we are in charge. Then they will take their position. And that thing will just be gone. So, yes, uh, what you're doing, I mean, it's very important. And I really love it because I believe there are many people who are watching. Many people are following you. And this you're doing is very important because it's enlightening people to know. Things are there. And there is a solution. We have to follow it. Thank you. Yeah. Same thing in New York, United States, uh, around the same thing that um, we are doing in Kenya, we're doing in the Congo. Um, I just saw imagery from the wars in Congo today. Uh, I've seen imagery from Gaza. Um, 
there's not anything that I've seen out of all the imagery I've seen out of Gaza that I haven't seen out of uh, out of the DRC. It's, I'm uh, sure. It's so bad I can't even describe it. I, I can't even describe it. But it's, it's, we're, we're doing the same work, New York, Kenya, Chicago. And uh, I want to thank you. I want to say thank you for the partnership because uh, one can take out a thousand, two can take out ten thousand. When we band together, like what we're doing, whether it is in the hottest zone in the Congo, and I have I just talked to pastors today. for training in Kenya. Others on his farm. Uh, were attacked by rebels, but the only one who survived, thankfully, learned before he attacked. But that kind of thing but as we come together, a new window of these things, we are raising a bomb that knows how to deal with this, mm-hmm. uh, so that we can expel darkness. The way we expel darkness is we let people know what the truth mm-hmm. is, we turn the light on. I was focusing our efforts and energy on turning the lights on. That's what we did. Our- Up. We lost them. Okay, we'll see if we can get them back. Remember, they are in Kenya. So let's see if we can get them back. While we're seeing if we can get them back, I'm going to shut the door for a minute because we have a lot of turtle building going on <laughs> right now to get ready for the turtle. So here, let me shut the door. Okay. And we will see if we can get them back. And, um, you know, the work they do there is absolutely amazing. Uh, And, you know, you're dealing with those that have been steeped in high levels of the occult for a long time. So you really do need to know your authority through Christ Jesus going in when you're facing off against somebody like that, because they have been practicing their craft for a very long time, many of these witch doctors. Uh, and and it, therefore, this it was the whole thing in Luke chapter 8 with the madman of Gadaran. The reason why they wanted Jesus to leave is because the familiar spirits in those territories were helping people in their commerce there. So when Jesus cast that out and then it went into the pigs, those pigs were most likely going to be used for sacrifices to false gods. And it kind of hurt their economy, their economy, because they were getting it through familiar spirits. And this is why they wanted Jesus to go, because their commerce of that area, having to do with idolatry and witchcraft, was getting totally um, interrupted by the power that Jesus operated in. There you guys are. Not sure what happened there, but uh, seems like we're back. Okay, good. I'm glad you're back. Oh, I I wanted to say too and touch on quickly because you had mentioned it a while ago. Remember you had mentioned Harry Potter? Yes. Public service announcement for parents out there. Harry Potter has real spells in it, and they teach your children in a playful way how to become comfortable with doing things of an occultic nature, okay? This is not just a fun little book about somebody flying around on a broom. 
you know, and, 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 and going to Hogwarts. This is getting your children comfortable with the occult and with operating in levels of it. And you're opening doors with your children that will bloom later on that you will find yourself with a mess on your hands. Very true. Not sure if you can hear us or not, but um, that is very true. Yeah, we can hear you. Yes, Harry, Harry Potter is 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 a very very clever entryway into That's these what it things, is. and yes. it's done in such a way that most people don't realize what's going on. I want to see if Adora's there because it looks like we may have. I can hear you. I, can you hear? Okay, good. Like we have. Okay. We see a picture of you guys. We we can only hear your voice though. The picture is frozen. Okay. Well, sorry about that. That's um, okay. We are just a few miles away, so that I'm sure has something to do with it. Uh -huh. But um, like we say, uh, that warning is very appropriate because I, I think we have a lot of people, parents especially, that don't understand the things that are coming in through the various media forms. Um, during the shutdowns, uh, we homeschooled our kids, uh, or the state helped us homeschool our kids for a season there. <laughs> we got to see what, what, what is in textbooks. And oh. uh, we were shocked. We pulled our, and we're in Oklahoma. It's not supposed to be bad. The stuff is there too. Uh, we just pulled the kids out and started doing things ourselves. And, um, it's amazing how much you can do as parents in a short amount of time that it takes the state a long time to get done in appropriate education because there is so much other stuff that ought not to be in, in, in education. So well, it's uh, kids are, are being fed this stuff from a very early age, and it's important for us parents to be aware of these things, as you said. Well, it, it, it's very important. And, you know, it, it, there's... I'll say this, you know, as we begin to wrap up here, that if you look at what they use, the wording they use to describe things of a nature with, um, with TV, with radio or print, if we take a good look at it, you have television, you have programming, you have channel, and for kids in school, you have spelling, the word spell is in there because people can curse themselves with the words and others. Uh, and so if we look at the wording, even that they use for these things, it tells you a lot about what they want to accomplish. Very true. That's why it's important to have a very strong and healthy dose of the word God and let people know that Christ is in our hearts. About the church, about all every name, every power, every authority, everything that can be not only in this world but also in the one to come. Christ is raised above all, and when Christ was raised, we were raised together with Him. We are seated together with Him. We are above all these things, but these things need to be talked about because by default we will be programmed by the world if we don't renew our minds with the Word of God. Amen.
Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed yeah, by the, the renewing this. of your mind. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And parents, it, it is our responsibility to ensure that this happens in the home. It's not, it's not the school's responsibility. You may go to a Christian right. school, that's great. It's still not their responsibility. The church has a part to play, but ultimately it is the parents' responsibility. And when it comes to taking control of our cities, that is the believer's responsibility. That is, that is you and I's responsibility. You're doing that in, uh, in New York. We're doing it in Kenya. We're doing it in Congo. And as believers are awakened to these things, we, we can control uh, through the blood of Christ, through the name of Christ, these things. And we can see things happening in this world, light, truth, justice, yes. all these things can and should be happening Amen. Uh, when the church does take his place. Amen. It should be, and that's the key. When the church takes its place, the church has to be in order for you to see the, these other areas affected in life. So when the church is doing what they're supposed to do and truly operating in the believer's authority, you see all of these things Vidar just mentioned. Yes. Yes. And so it's, you know, so many people are saying, I, I wish we had a new Billy Graham, a new Oral Roberts, a new evangelist uh, come to the scene, so forth. Ask not when the Lord is going to send somebody. You, you do what Isaiah did. Lord, here am I, send me. Mm -hmm. And instead mm -hmm. of waiting for somebody else to be sent, you be the one who rises up and you be the sent one. Uh, and as you do, you will see that the Lord will start working through you. Your influence in these areas will grow. More light will shine around about you. And you will be a force to be reckoned with because you'll be growing society and not being part of just uh, whatever reed is waving in the wind. That's right. Amen. That's a good word, Vidar, because we all can be used by the Lord for his purposes. And all of us, and we, we just have to be able to, you know, those out there have to want to step out into that and say, here I am, Lord, use me and be willing to be used in the way he knows you can best be used for his kingdom. Amen. 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 Well, gentlemen, Vidar, Pastor William, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us in. It's great you. to see you again, Amanda. Great to see you, and we'll do this again. So when you, Pastor William, are together, we'll have you back on for a part two to talk about, you know, we'll go into depth, uh, maybe a little more about some of the other things you've seen and you've dealt with. Thank you. Thank okay. You. That sounds great. Wonderful. Yes. God bless you, gentlemen. Thank you. You're doing amazing things. Thank you so much. God bless you. And uh, we're praying for you. We're praying for your audience as well. Thank you. We so appreciated that. Okay, gentlemen. Good night. Thank you. Night. And shalom. Yes. shalom. Shalom. Okay. Praise the Lord. And that concludes our interview with Vidar and Pastor William. Uh, I find this fascinating because when we talk about other areas of the world and what they deal with, uh, in the realm of the spirit and deliverance wise, it always is good for us to know that, you know, it, it, the word of God says it's the knowledge of the truth that will set you free. And so us learning 
helps us in our walk because one day we may encounter such things. And so iron sharpens iron and we have to remember that. So praise the Lord. Thank you everyone for joining us today. And uh, we will be back on soon. We will announce when it's always within a few days or so, but we will announce when we are coming back on. And uh, we just bless all of you who are watching. Thank you for watching. Keep the faith. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter 6. Psalm 91, I say it every single day. I encourage you to do it. It takes two or three minutes. It's a powerful psalm. The word is living and active. We have to activate it and speak it forth from our mouths. Also, in the Believer's Authority, the book uh, Believer's Authority, Ephesians chapter 1 and 3, those verses... I speak every single day, which are the eyes of my understanding being enlightened that I may know what is the hope of his calling and the riches of his glory of his inheritance and the saints. And there are multiple scriptural verses from that book, The Believer's Authority, that uh, I speak every single day. If you need a copy of that, if you can't afford one, please email us at hello at arcofgrace-ministries.com. We will be happy to buy it for you and have it sent to you. Just please include your whole address. So God bless everyone. We love you and we'll be back on soon. Hello everyone, Amanda Grace here. So as many of you know, Dr. Mark Sherwood and Dr. Michelle Sherwood of the Functional Medical Institute are mine and Chris's doctors. And so I went to Dr. Sherwood with a problem that I was seeing, not only with, with what I was going through, but with what other women were going through concerning their metabolism, concerning energy, concerning their hormones. And so we put our heads together and we are very happy now to finally be able to present to you Rafa for women. Rafa means healer in Hebrew. So it is an ode to the Lord because he is our healer. He put things in the earth that help heal us. And so Rafa is a product that was created for that. It also helps by helping with a healthy metabolism and natural hormones, as well as it helps balance fatigue. It helps with weight gain, night sweats, mood swings, blood sugar issues, and more. It is all natural. And I find more and more people are going into the natural arena in order to find solutions to issues that they're going through. So if you'd like to learn more, you can go to www.arcofgrace.org forward slash ministry dash partners to learn more about Rafa today. God bless. Hey everyone, Amanda Grace here. If you are looking for advice on financial matters, if you think gold and silver might be right for you, go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who has been on Ark of Grace many times and loves to answer our viewer questions, is here with his team to answer all of your gold and silver needs. Whether you want to buy gold and silver, whether you have questions to see if it's right for you, whether you are looking to roll over retirement accounts, go to bh-pm.com today and Andrew and his team will be more than happy to assist you with all of your needs. 
If you want to support an amazing patriot and be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com today and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or more off of all MyPillow products. They have pillows, of course, but they are so much more than pillows. They have sheets. They have slippers. They have bathrobes. They even have dog beds. And a fun fact for all of you, Noble, one of our pigs in our animal sanctuary, has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you want to be a blessing, you can go to MyPillow.com today and use promo code ARK. It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics, over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, to immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and, and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I yeah. tried the pain patches and, yeah. and they worked when I used them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes changes your brainwaves. Sugar, this one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out and wow he's boom and he got power i said no way and i don't know i said amanda what what did you do to him to <laughs> <laughs> so it's good